Yes, 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 people. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Sarcasm City, Sarcasm City TV Twitch for the AFCON preview. As far as it's probably um, promoted on our socials and on YouTube as well, um, we'll be covering AFCON this year on the Sarcasm City TV um, Twitch channel and Sarcasm City TV in general. So we're covering all things AFCON. Um, so we found the AFCON preview before the first game. We found AFCON preview before the game, first game on. Um, so I start off AFCON preview for the first game tomorrow, Ivory Coast versus um, Guinea, which will also be live on Switch at 8 p.m. Um, obviously, that's to kick us off. And I'm joined by, you know, the regulars, you know. I've got Jez, I've got Prime, I've got Steve, who are the normal regulars. And as well, we've got a brand new guest um, on on the, on the channel. I've put his um, link in the chat as well. Um, welcome to the family, Sakam City family, Ola. Um, Ola, how you doing, bro? You good? Tell the people where you're from. Also, promote your channel and tell the people what you do. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm from Nigeria. I stay in Lagos. Um, I do all collect Nigerian content, and I'm a Manchester United fan, so I also do uh, like general football content on my channel for the football family. So you can follow me on all socials, football family, and let's just enjoy the Afcon that's about to start tomorrow. Yeah, as Ola said, we'll enjoy that happens about to start tomorrow. We've got Sheik, we got H, we got King Kelvin as well. Um, obviously Ola's YouTube channel is right there. Um Ola's YouTube channel is right there, so make sure you get subscribed and show some love from Sarcasm City TV family. And next up as well, I've got Steve. Made my like Steve. Steve, how are you doing, bro? You're right. Are you good? I'm doing great, man. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. Um looking forward to AFCON, man. Looking forward to AFCON. Um gonna be a good tournament it always is it's always competitive to the bone crazy upsets you know the usual the usual big up um big up ola nice to meet you by the way very yeah, good bro. to meet you bro yeah obviously yeah. you and you and all of them met yeah but we, we had a conversation backstage so yeah so all will be joining us on our afcon coverage for the um for the rest of the afcon obviously tournament so we'll cover it every, we'll try to cover all, as much as, game, as many games as possible but at least once a day, you would get an AFCON stream. We'll try our best, um, obviously, with all our schedules. So we will bring that to you. Um, I also have to bring in Jez as well. And I'm another my co-host. He's Jez, tell them what country support and, you know, all of that. Obviously, obviously people know who I am. Obviously, Jez. Um, obviously, see me regular here. Obviously, support Tottenham. It's football club. But unfortunately, I'm, I'm obviously supporting Ghana for this AFCON. Obviously, I'm gonna name myself. Um, been following. I've been pretty much following the country since 2010, in terms of actually supporting the country in terms of the football. And yeah, since then, it's been a lot of disappointment. But I gotta keep supporting. Gotta keep supporting. So yeah, man, looking forward for this Afcon again. How much they're gonna disappoint me, or maybe they can prove me wrong. But yeah, let's see. We talk about it more. You know? Yeah, we we'll have a conversation about it because I don't think you're as bad as you, man, as you think. But obviously, you know the question more than me. Um, obviously, we've also got Prime as well. Another of our representatives. Yeah, um, there's a bit of an echo. Ola, is your is your phone on? Is your phone on like a thing? On like um, you put it on top of a table. Tripod, I think. It's, it's on the tripod, so I don't know. Oh yeah, it's better now. It's better now. That's actually. Better. Oh, let's come back. Actually, because there's some somebody got like an echo. That's why. Uh, not an echo, but like there's like some. Like, yeah, like is it me? I don't know. It was here before. Wait, give one sec. Oh, the echo was here before me. 
Yeah, it was yeah, all. Yeah, it was yeah. Really. Um, so okay, it's, it's um, top notes. Yeah, right, so, so uh, you, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm you. It's from Ola, yeah. So when you need to talk, um, also mute yourself. The feedback okay. is, yeah. So when you need to talk, you will mute. Yourself. Yeah, I muted myself. Nice. Right. So um, Prime yeah, one. Prime. Yeah, Prime. Introduce yourself. Country support, and yeah, how much you're looking forward to the Afcon? It's twenty twenty four Afcon. Yeah. Um. A lot of people. Uh. It's Prime. Um. Yeah. I've been looking forward to Afcon all season, because you know. Uh. You know I support Chelsea, and Chelsea haven't been doing anything for me right now. Um. Yeah. I've been watching Afcon since. My first AFCON was 2013. Um, yeah, it's when I like I first, um, like actually. I was Zambia working. won it. No, it was when Nigeria won it. Nigeria won it 2013. Zambia yeah. was 2011 uh, then, right? Nigeria won yeah. it. Yeah, that was my first AFCON, which you know, <laughs> the first and only success Nigeria had, which <laughs> you know they they sold, me, they sold me false dreams. It's only false dreams in your lifetime. Yeah. That's the that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, yeah. They they so. sold me. They sold me dreams, man. But yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the tournament. I'm not looking forward to Nigeria, but I am looking forward to the tournament. It'll be a good one. Yes. I obviously I've introduced Steve. Yeah, I've introduced Steve. Mm. Yeah, you have really introduced him. Yeah, so did, um, did. yeah, I did. I did. Um, okay. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. I've seen. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, I'm one. Of, I'm one of the co-hosts as well. My name is Victor. Um, obviously, you might see me on here. I do the foreign shows, do the football content, and all that. Um, obviously, I'm support Nigeria. Um, that's my home country. That's where I was born. So I have been following them a bit more than Prime, probably since like 2012. Um, actually, basically all my life, because I've I've even been to the stadium. I forgot the name of the stadium in Nigeria, like the massive one, the main one, to watch Nigeria when I was a lot younger. So. Yeah, basically fell along. My favorite Nigerian player of all time is Jedi Okocha. So that's that's, that's how far that's how yeah, that's how far back like I, I know about my Nigerian football knowledge. Um and I've actually met Kanu uh Wanko as well. I've met him once. So wow. I'm I'm quite I am quite um I'm well not as much as I not as much as I am now because obviously other stuff's going on, but I am quite knowledgeable in terms of Nigerian football and what's going on currently. Um obviously we've been sticking out the place, so I kind of been detached. But now I'm trying to fall back in because the team actually is like, well, we're, we are building a team full of good talent. Our attack force is unbelievable. Probably the best in the whole tournament. So it's the best in Africa. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. It probably is the best in Africa on paper. But obviously, football's not played on paper. So mm. you know, when we get there, we'll find out. Um, so do you want to get through the? Steve, do you want to introduce your, your partner section now, or? I think we should we do after, after. I think we should talk about it after, and we talk about the favorites. Yeah, yeah I think um, yeah. So yeah, so we do we do favorites, underdogs. Um, Sorry, I think we should do that, and those two, and then um, one player to look out for. Yeah, players to look out for. Um, teams that you think will play the most exciting football that you're looking forward to watching the most as well. So, uh, Steve, you can start us off. Uh, start with your favourites, the mm. underdogs, and team you're most excited in watching to watch. For me, Morocco favourites. Underdog, Gambia. Gambia. I've been saying that for a time now. Gambia. Um, 
most exciting team, best team to watch. I wish Comoros qualified because I've, I've been really enjoying watching them play, to be fair. But best team to watch. Team we're looking forward to watching the most. You can, you can say Gambia again if you want. Probably Gambia, yeah, because I do think they could go on a bit of a roll. I do think they could go on a bit of a roll. But, um, yeah. I mean, you, could, you, could, you could put some, um, what's it called, so input in, in, for the people that maybe don't know why you have Morocco as the favorites, mm -hmm. why you have um, Gambia as the okay. underdogs. I mean, for me, Morocco, I have the pound for pound, bar for bar. I think they have the most complete squad at AFCON. I'll give it to Nigeria. They have the best attack. But Morocco's attack isn't 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 you know it's not bad either. Um, a lot of their players are playing at very decent level. Um, in Europe compared to like a I don't know let's say a Namibia or South Africa where a lot of them are are domestic based players. Morocco got a lot of players out in yeah. Europe and not just in like the small smaller teams. You have Onahi, I don't think the Marseille. You have Ziyech, Galatasaray. You know. So you've got you've got you've got pedigree there and, and Morocco, um, you know, they, they did they did very well at the, at the obviously the previous World Cup. Um for me they 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 they're the favorites, but it's really hard to pick favorites for this tournament because you could give the edge to Ivory Coast, they hosted the thing. You could make a case for maybe a Senegal, you could make a you know, a lot of teams could go out and win it, or you could have some you could have a situation, I don't know, maybe a Mali. Mali could. I mean, Zambia have won this tournament before. They've had yeah. so it's and that's what I love about the AFCON. There's like seven or eight teams you can make a case that if they show up, um, if they show up and do their thing, they could beat anyone, but they could also lose to anyone. Mm -hmm. So no, I'm, I, I, yeah, I think I think that I think that's one of the best um things about AFCON is that literally anyone can beat anyone, no matter how good your team is. Yeah, I think Morocco went out on the group stage last day, if I'm not mistaken. Or they didn't go really far. Did that's right. Yeah, they went on the group stages last year, last time. So, right, well, obviously, I think yeah, I think I think they did. But I remember they didn't go really far because their team was really good and they didn't really get to really far. But obviously, this year I think they built a lot more chemistry. They have more faith in the manager, and obviously, they might try and build on the World Cup after you know they made it that far. You know, the furthest African country to you know get the furthest in the World Cup, so they might build something. Morocco in the previous Afcon. Sorry to cut you off. I, I I just looked it up. In the previous Afcon, they got they lost in the quarterfinal to Egypt. Oh, yeah. To Egypt. Oh, to Egypt. They beat okay. Malawi. They beat Malawi in the round of sixteen. I do remember they were quite under. I I'm. I remember they were very underwhelming. I remember they were very underwhelming at that time. Yes. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, I'll, uh, um, uh, you can go as well. I'll uh, give us your input, your your, fa your the favorites, the underdogs, and teams, the team you're most excited to watch in uh, in this twenty twenty four Afcon. Uh, okay, I think uh, I want to back my my country to be the favorites, but I don't think we have a manager or we have like the playing style is not that good with Nigeria. We have the players, but we don't have a tactically sound manager, or we've not been able to uh work together as a team and create that uh the fear factor in the team or the understanding uh between the players so i don't really think nigeria i hope they can get something but i think i will lean towards morocco more and i think that's because morocco they are like uh, uh like steve said they have one of the co most complete squad and they play good football they play really good and interesting football 
We saw that in the World Cup, and even before the World Cup in the last Afcon, fine, they, they might uh, they lost to Egypt, but they are playing really, really good and interesting football. And you, you can see that with a lot of North Americans, likes of Algeria, Tunisia, they always play that very good football that you could that you can enjoy regardless of the results. They might not be getting the results, but you you will be entertained watching them playing. So that's why mm -hmm. I think Morocco can turn up in this game. Senegal winning the last one. I don't think we've seen anyone win it back to back, and that's going to be fantastic for them if they can do it. But I just think I'm leaning more towards Morocco, and hopefully the manager could uh, to put to put out a very good team that can get to the final. But I want Nigeria to win it as a Nigerian, so let's mm. let's yeah. make that point there. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to the team, I'm uh, the underdog. I think I'm leaning towards South Africa. I don't just know I. South Africa in the last couple of years, they've not been really good when it comes to the AFCON. They've lost yeah. the source. They've lost the South African feeling we, we, we always had 20, 10 years back. And I think it's high time they start getting back to playing good football and entertaining the fans. They have a good local league and they have good local talent. Uh, so now they just need a team, a manager that can bring these players together and put instill the status into them, let them understand their playing style and just flourish from there. They have a pretty good and young squad and maybe they, they might be the surprise of the tournament, even though I think even though I know they are they are in a very tough group, but they should they should be able to get something out of the game. And one of the countries I'm I'm looking to watch is uh Mali. I think Mali they are one of the teams that that, that that might go really far in this tournament. They might even get to the final because they have a really good squad. They have a really good yeah. team, and they are fearless. They don't care who you are. They will play well. And having the uh, the uh, Stugras striker, he has been one of the revelation this year. Uh, yeah. Scoring a lot of goals, and he would want to. He, he's injured now, I think, but he should be back in maybe the second game for them. But I think it's going to be very influential and you will want to show that I'm not just good at in Europe, I can do it in Africa and take mm -hmm. my team forward. So I think Mali is one of the teams I'll be looking to watching really well this tournament. Ola, I, 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 I agree. I was very close to predicting them as my underdog because for me, their strength is midfield depth. It's ridiculous. Yifisuma, Amadou Haidara, who plays very well for Mali. Uh, mm -hmm. Mohamed Kamara, Dayadi Semeseku. You have um, Adama Traore at, at, at Hull City, not the not the Spanish one, obviously. Yeah. Lana Kulibali, who also plays uh, Salernitana, he plays. Then you can have Sissoko, who plays for Strasbourg as well. He could come on. There's a lot of good midfield depth, a lot of different variety in terms of the, you know, they're not all just attacking mids or all not just number eights. You, a lot of different good qualities. And they're, they're back four. The defensive options aren't bad either. You know, Hamari Traore has been very good for Real Sociedad this season. I yeah. like uh, Falaisako and Koyate. That's a that's a that's a decent uh, that's a decent center back. That Musa Diara to lose as well. So they got a good team, man. They got a good team. Very very nice little team. Yeah, I think that's I a good thing about Afcon. I think the good thing about Afcon this year is that most of the players that do play in African teams do play in Europe. Yeah. Um. So I think we'll make the quality and obviously the watching of this tournament a lot more because I think it's the first time in a while that they stream they stream the game on on Sky. And Sky don't really stream games that are not important. I, I mean, I'm talking mm -hmm. about UK based anyway. 
Sky don't really scream like small games. So obviously yeah. it's gonna brought more traction because of not how many players in that are playing in Europe. So that's good. That's good to see, you know, for the whole continent of Africa and, and you yeah. know and everything around it. Yeah, it helps boost everything. Um so Jez, your turn as well. So obviously your team in the tournament, underdogs and team you're most excited you're most excited to see watch. Ah, the team of determinants who for me wins it. Like my favorites, like I think that's the beauty, like we said already about the Afcon that like I look at so many teams that I feel like they can go and win it. That's why I have yeah. a lot of dark horses. Yeah. I think on the last stream that we did when we talked about Afcon on the QA, I said Senegal just because of I look at the team and uh, that's true actually because maybe I didn't thought too much about it, but how, how long has it been that or has it ever been a team that actually went back to back in the um, Afcon. I don't think so. I, don't I, think, like I think I think someone did it in the seventies or sixties. Um, I think. I mean, uh, I'll Egypt, look it up. Egypt, Egypt did it Egypt. in the early two thousands. They yeah, they won it on the bounce, but since then, like no one's uh, retained. Yeah, no one and you see, like even for the last the last couple of years um, editions of Afcon, um, I think the, the winner has been always different. It has never been anyone close so yeah like so would it be difficult for Senegal to go and prove that they can go go ahead and do it again yes but then I look at the quality within the whole squad I feel like a lot of players that were in a lot of the younger players who were in the last year's AFCON in the squad who are no more of a bigger partner of this AFCON they they can not only print the experience of what it took them from last last edition to this edition in terms of what they can improve into the team, but also the quality is like a Papa Matasar, for example, who has been a revolution this season for Tottenham. But also, mm -hmm. I feel like he's been one to be looked at the whole time. And you see also just a lot of just a lot of young talent coming from Senegal. Now, like yeah. I really like what they're doing right now. They're in the, over there. Um, obviously, Morocco. I don't disagree either. I mean, we saw what they did in the World Cup. I look yeah. at the squad as well. A lot of experience. A lot of experience. Like, and we talk. I know. I know El, El Nesri. He didn't really have one of the best. Is El Nesri in the in the? Because I haven't checked. For yeah, the yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Like, I know he didn't have one of the greatest World Cups, but he still like he still gets into dangerous positions, which is like, and with the quality of goalkeepers in Afcon, I feel like he can definitely exploit that. And obviously, you have your. You have your stars like you have Amrabat, who maybe been un underwhelming for um United, but it's a complete different system at Morocco now. So maybe it's gonna it's gonna well, be Onahi. more beneficial. All that, yeah. On Oha Onahi as well, yeah. who obviously was the star of the World Cup, is doing well at Marseille as well. Mm. Um, obviously a big big tournament for Hakimi as well. Yeah, yeah. I think he has to do it. So if if I had to pick between those two. I probably go with Senegal just to be different here on the panel because we have two Morocco yeah. and obviously I just go with different with Senegal. But like I said already, there's just so many teams that I could look at and say they could possibly win it because this tournament is probably so unpredictable. Um going with my underdog, I did, obviously it's probably gonna sound boring, but I said Gambia as well on the last stream that I was on. I said Gambia. Um they have yeah. solid players in the team. Um, and I always said football is not for me. I don't. I don't look at terminals like you have to play the best football to go and convince, go and win the tournament. Exactly. 
effective football. And I feel like Gambia is one of the teams to do it. Commerce Island is one of the teams to do it. Um, I don't really watch a lot of Mali, to, if I really, to be honest. Mm. But I know the players in the team. And when you look at the, the team, you would think that they would do it. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's Gambia. But there's, again, there's so many teams I could put in there. And the team that I'm probably most excited to watch for, you know what? Ivory Coast. Yeah. Ivory Coast. Because not only are they the host, but also I'm looking at some of the talent that is on the team. Like you have you have um your um for Seko Fofanas, the Kessia, the um, Usman Diamondes. I looked at the defensive depth. Wow. Like if the coach can get it right in terms of actually just if I was him, I would make sure I have a solid defensive um defensive um minded um setup because with them defenders it should be really hard for a lot of teams to to be able to do something against that and then obviously they have a, they have players there who can go and make a count in the attack that's so and i think i think another reason why i would say that is because obviously i had discussions before that how ivy court has been quite disappointed in the last few years in terms of term mm-hmm. when it comes to this tournament and i feel like this is this is the time this is the time for sure Right. Um, yeah, great insight. Obviously, great. Um, great talk. Great, great words from Jez. Um, he has made some good points. Um, I'll go to Jez for how I give my if I give my obviously my points or my thoughts on it. I'll go to Prime. Um, Prime as well. Who we are your favourites? I think you're back, right? Let us know if you're back. So I'll just go for it. Uh, no, no. Just one sec. You go, Victor. One sec. Okay, okay. So yeah, Prime go after me. So my favorites are Morocco. I said this on the QA. I think Morocco are my favorites. I don't know. From the World Cup and from what I've watched of them, they feel like they could play a more effective football. It's not about playing the best football, it's about playing effective and how and like it's tournament football, it's not Premier League football, it's not like league football. All you need to do is get there and win, win, win games. Any any system that's effective for you to win that game, I think Morocco are one of the best teams to do that. And my underdog, I was gonna, I was, I know it's weird, but I was gonna go Ivory Coast. I don't think people don't really, mm-hmm. even though they're the host, people still, people still don't, you know, people still don't um, count them as favourites, even though they're the host. So they kind of look to the side, even though they should do well because it is their home country. But I do think I, I, I don't know. I've not obviously, uh, like um, Jess said, Yusuf Fafana obviously is um is a big for them, but um, I've second, second, sorry. That's all good. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, um, nah, you're good. Yeah. You're good. So yeah. So um, I I don't know. I, my my heart just draws to Ivory Coast because maybe because they're home. Maybe the home edge will kind of push them forward. That's like you never really count a team that hosts a tournament. A tournament really. So we don't we don't really count them out. Um, team. I'm look. I'm looking forward to watching the Monsters Senegal to see how well they build on from um, obviously from last time they won it. And I think. I think they're also, like Jess said, they're bringing a lot of young talent into the team, trying to integrate more young talent into the team. So we're trying to, I'm trying to see how, you know, how how well they do it and how well, you know, and how far they can go. Because I think their manager is very good as well. He's a very yeah. good manager. So, yeah. So that's those are my thoughts. Um, Prime, you ready? I don't think I don't think Prime is back yet. Well, I think uh, if I could add to some of Stop the points. I think the tournament, this, this tournament football, like you guys said, you don't need to play the best football to be able to win. If you win yeah. one nil in every game, you can go on to the final and win the tournament 
regardless of if you are a defensive team or an attacking team. And that's mm -hmm. why most times we, the teams that win are teams that we don't really think can win is because look at Morocco, they have the players. Even Mali, you mentioned a lot of good midfielders uh, attacking-wise, they have the players. But that's not enough for you, for you to win the tournament. You need an effective system, an effective staff that, that can work for you in the tournament. And I think after this first round of games, we will have a bigger picture of uh, the teams that could... That, that have a pop, a system that could win the AFCON. But I think for now, we are just looking at the players, the quality. Even Nigeria, they have the quality, the players, they have really good players in every position. But the, the, uh, we don't, we don't, I don't think we have a manager. I would keep saying because this, this Portuguese man, I could, he, they said he was recommended by, by, by Jose Mourinho. I don't know what, what, what Mourinho <laughs> saw because I am still confused. So, like he has, he has, he has been with this team for, over a year, close to two years, and we don't have a style of play, we don't have an identity, we don't even know our first 11 or our best players. Now we are relying on players like Osimen, and uh, unfortunately for us, uh, Boniface is out uh, yeah. of the tournament, he got injured, Sadiq Omar Sim got injured, and now we have to rely on the individual balance of these players, and hopefully maybe when the tournament starts, he is cooking up something that we don't know, and hopefully we see something really good come out, and go find the tournament and win. But for now, I think the teams that still have the better style of play, from what we've seen in the last couple of years, the World Cup, uh, the last Nations Cup, uh, like the likes of Senegal, Egypt. I think we are not mentioning Egypt, but Egypt can still go find the tournament. And uh, Morocco, even Algeria. I think the North Americans, they have a particular style of play that Tunisia too, they would... They would injure you. They would waste time. They would do everything to make sure they get the results. Even though yeah, it's just a one new win, they will make sure they frustrate the opponents till they get that point. And but it's just this is this is the joy of the Afcon. It will make you like will make everyone happy and be to anticipate what to expect in the tournament. And hopefully, we have a very good tournament in Cote d'Ivoire. Mm um obviously brian was struck but i actually need to ask quickly about nigeria real quick because um because i've been thinking about i've been thinking about um and anybody can join on the question obviously we know who the player of um Af play um best player of africa is which is obviously victor oshiman mm -hmm. and do you believe there's pressure on him to perform because he won it or do you believe because of how bad the team overall is just that you can kind of give him a a buy because of the fact of how bad the team overall is because obviously yes he's the best player in africa um was voted obviously won the award but at the same time one player can't win the tournament by himself mm -hmm. like so uh, I, um i 50 50 50. um do you remember the the i mean last afghan he was obviously injured he, he couldn't go but the mm -hmm. um the playoffs for the world cup um yeah we obviously played Ghana within the fact that it's a rivalry game and that we lost. There was a lot of, um, he took the brunt of the, like the abuse and the slander, which I guess is understandable. He's a star player. He's one of the best players in Africa, but considering how, like how bad our team is or more so how bad that we are coached and drilled, um, having all that pressure on him, I kind of think is unfair. However, he's still, you know, he's still the best player. We still expect him to perform and turn up and do something. He, I'm not, no one's expecting him to carry us to the tournament, but he's still expected to, to, to perform and turn up. If 
like if we for example i don't necessarily think we might make it out of this group but he still has to turn up with some goals and to show that he was there and make a presence and you know this is Do his job yeah yeah this is a big stage for him you know it's it, it's 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 Akon. when it comes to african players you can do all you want with your for your country you can win all the league titles and all the champions leagues but if you don't perform for your country you know that that is a stain on your career so he needs to you know he needs to turn up he needs to perform um does anyone else want to answer or? Well, uh, yeah, that's a, yeah. yeah let, let Olo go and then victor you can go yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, is a player i think Osimen he needs the team, he needs these players. The likes of Chukwueze, Moses Simon, the wingers, the midfielders, Alex Iwobi, uh, uh, Indiri is injured now, but hopefully he should be back. He needs these players to create chances for him and he needs to take the chances. I think unlike the likes of Salah that, that, that could create on their own, that could uh, bring out a moment of magic, Osimen is a striker and he needs service to be able to get the goals. So we can, we can, we, we can see what we want about him being the African best player he still needs service he needs the help of every single player in that team and and that's and that's where you know players are different likes of Messi or Ronaldo they could create anything they could create a moment of magic but with Osimhen he needs he needs the help of every single player in that squad and hopefully they can fight for him they can give him the chances and he can take the chances then if the chances are coming and he's not taking it we can put the blame on, on him but if he's, if he's not getting enough service to get the yeah. chances or to get the goals, I think uh, the blame on him is, is going to be very minimal. So he needs the Nigerian team to step to step up and help him achieve a feat of scoring a lot of goals in this Afcon. I just hope he can score a lot of goals in this Afcon and keep up with the momentum of not just not just the African best player, but in Europe is turning up and he needs to turn up in these tournaments to prove he is way better than he is. The the encouraging thing about Osimhen is we're seeing at Napoli, they're dreadful this year. And when they don't have Osimhen in that team, they have no focal point, they have no aerial threat, they have nothing really in attack. They're four, this is now four straight games for Napoli where they haven't scored, and Osimhen wasn't involved in three of them, I believe. Yeah. So he can still – I agree with everything you're saying. You need If you give Osimhen service, he'll get you goals. He will with his head, with his feet. You know, it – Um. On the halfway line, give him a ball. He can back up and spin a man, and he's gone. He's gone. Um, but we've seen at Napoli, he can still score goals, even though they're not playing well, right? Like yeah. Kamal Scali is not playing well. Uh, Politano is, is is so so. Same with um. So Dory. They're not getting those through balls. So yeah. He could even give though. assists. He could he, he could create also. We we saw him. Yeah. We saw him give one of them. One of the assists of the season, uh, three or four games ago, which he it like raised the ball, raised the ball, and it passed. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. so yeah. also, he can also create, and that's where I am sad. Boniface is out because if Boniface was was in this in this team, you should guarantee the both of them creating something really interesting. But now we see Abi Enacho, Murphy also the guy that replaced uh, Boniface is also a good player who wish could step up, but he needs support and help in that attack. Someone he could either assist or could assist him to get the goals. And I think he will. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, I think every, what everyone said is is, is, is basically, especially summarize what everyone said, which, which is basically the same thing I'm about to say. He needs service. 
But again, mm-hmm. I, I do believe the players in there would provide him with the services. As as Ola said, there's Alexi Wobi, there's um, I think Adam there's Lookman. Well. That's, that's the name I was about to bring a Lookman for Atalanta. He's doing well as well. There's Chikwesi for to AC Milan, Unai Simon. You know, there's players, there's players in the team that could provide him with that assist. Now, what he's going to do with that assist? That sorry, what's going to do with those chances that matter the most? He needs to, he needs to take his chances and take it well because obviously the spotlight's on him after winning, you know, Africa Player of the Year. So everyone's literally watching it in all of Africa. Everyone's watching it to see what you know what the hype about him is all about. And yeah, for Napoli, obviously he's watching Napoli uh, more probably more than everyone else. Probably all of us watch the Napoli games as well. And yeah, you've seen that sometimes. I think in the Champions League this year, they literally just pick when he, he came on. One cross and he scored. So yeah. those kind of chances, once he gets them, he is gonna take them. But now when the pressure is literally on you, the whole like the whole continent is watching you. Can you can you execute and, and handle that pressure? Obviously, Nigeria might not go far because the team is not great. The defense mm. is unbalanced, the midfield's very unbalanced. But what can you do in that team to you know to help? How can you stand out? When the chances come, you take them. Maybe he might not win it, but maybe he can finish high goals. Like he can leave with a golden boot. Because in my opinion, I think he is the best striker. Like even though, even though with that the uh, best African player of the year, he's the best striker in the continent. He's the best African yeah. striker right now, without a doubt. Like yeah. he's not worth 150 million for no reason. Like he's mm-hmm. he's amazing. He can hold the ball. He can, you know, he can play. He can playmake. Not playmate, but he can, you know, give the ball to you, hold the ball up, release it when he needs to. You know, play, bring, try and bring the wingers in. Try and free up space, you know, for like Chikaways and Una Simon and Adam and Lutman on the right, on the left, on the right, you know, to move through. But again, like ever, everyone said, it all depends on the system, it all depends on the team he plays. He's also the attackers, on. Attack- go, go on, on, go on, go on. Sorry. Yeah, also, yeah, the attackers also need to I said the attackers to step up and give him the kind of service that he needs. Because he can't do he can't do everything himself. Like Ola said, it's not it's not a salad, it's not a money that can literally pick up the ball from halfway line and you know, beat five people mm-hmm. in the score. Well, not money now, like money like two years ago. Mm. But you know, players like that who can do that. Um, I think I think have, have you asked Brian about his um favorite and um, underdog and team? Yeah, watch? I was I was gonna do I was gonna do that after. I actually want I actually wanted to do it first before you go, but he might have flowed. So I said, let me just wait. Yeah. wait. What, what 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 were the questions? Um, no, finish, 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 let's finish your point on Oshman and then we'll go back and then we'll go to LST okay. yeah. segment. So, is, is there any more points on Oshman that Evans? I mean, he's, just a, he's a brute force of nature, too. We listed a bunch of qualities. We forgot the fact that the guy will just steamroll motherfuckers in the box. Absolutely steamroll, guys. Yes. He'll, he'll, he'll body check center back. They'll be bruising and hurting. He scores late goals. Yeah, his work is very high. He, he, won't stop, he won't stop coming at you. And that's one and, and, and that's one fantastic trait he has. And that's why he will get the goals at some points, because he will keep fighting and will keep going until the end of the game. And yeah. th- and it's good to have a player like that in your squad because he will never give up till the end. And hopefully he gets the service. I just want to have a very good tournament. If Nigeria doesn't have the, the tournament we want, he can still, like you said, he can still win the Golden Boot. If he scores a lot of goals in the group stage, he might end up winning. And that's good for him as a player, because yeah, as an African definitely. best, winning the Golden Boot in the AFCON is going to be another great step moving forward into all that tournaments and even in uh, uh, league football in Napoli. Yeah. No, um, I understand agree because obviously I was asking the question because I always feel like for every team, obviously we've gone, um, Steve obviously prepared like a whole list for every team to play and look out for. But I mean, same with, because um, obviously Ghana has the same thing where 
obviously, I don't expect us to do nothing this tournament, but all eyes are going to be on Kudus because Kudus is Kudus is the star man. Like, yes, yes, we can expect um the maybe the IU products to just think up the place, or maybe the the midfield not doing the job, or I'm obviously Steve laughing because he knows how I feel about these two. Well, oh, um, yeah, yeah, but Kudus. I mean, Kudus showed in the World Cup. The team played bad, but he still can go and perform out there. So if it's if it's going to be a tournament where I look at him and say, um, okay, the team plays bad, but at least you perform well, I can let you off at least because I think as well as African myself, um, on you are outside from Steve maybe. Um, Africans can be very crit. Africans can be very um, um, critical. Very critical, if, if especially for the star guys, if, for guys who are for guys who nobody has any expectations, they don't really care. They look at them as trash. But for the guys that are the superstars, there's gonna be there's just gonna be always more ex, extra pressure, even if the team is just overall. But so yeah, it's yeah. just one, something that I wanted to quickly ask for about Oshiman because yeah, because I, I rate Oshiman highly as well. So yeah, I I think it's a valid it's a valid question. It's a great question. Mm. It's a valid question because obviously when he does well when, like, all respect to the serial. Most of most of Europe don't really watch the serial. Uh, we always even, even though the even though the league's actually great right now, and I know one watches it, but obviously, wider world, you know, Premier League, La Liga, you know, that's that's what everyone normally watches. But um, so the spotlight's not really on him. But now that he's won, that's what I'm saying. Literally, the whole continent's watching him because he's won. Like, he's the best. He, he's basically not based not basically years from the title, the best player in Africa. And there's an African and, tournament. And, and, and not just in Africa, it was the best player for Napoli last season. One of the one of one of one of the one of the oh. best player in like if if you talk about goal scorers last season, he was on was top at, at the at the top uh, with the likes of uh, Ireland scoring a lot of goals for Napoli last season. So there's a lot of pressure on him, and I think he I just I just feel the type of player he is, he would be able to handle that pressure. And like 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 just said. African fans can turn on you in one minute. You might be the best player. If you have, if you think the place in the tournament, they will turn on you and they will put all the blame on you if you can't, if you can't show them more. At least get the goals, get the chances you are given, score the goals. And then, you know, even, even though the team lose, you know the, the fault is not from you. But you need to do your job being the best player in Africa. And the spotlight is on you. The world is watching Osimen and uh, watching what he's going to do in this tournament, not yeah. just Africa. And Especially I, and I just consider his the, the the price tag that he's going for. Chelsea want him, Arsenal, Real Madrid, justify this price tag by performing at this tournament. Justify it. Um, but yeah, uh, what other questions? Please, yeah, just, um, yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, because um, you, Brian, you like the. I think you like obviously the last one because we aren't here. So we ask, who's your favorite? Um, mm -hmm. just pick your one favorite of one and one then, underdog, and then the team that you're looking forward to for the Afghan. Um, my favorite, I'd have to say, based on the talent that's there, um, Ivory Coast. Um, okay. Uh, I everyone keeps talking about Morocco. I listen. I. I think what they did at the World Cup was a bit of a fluke. I think coming here into Afcon, I think they will flatter to deceive. Um, my dark horses, I mean, Jez knows. I keep saying Ghana. If they can get their act together, <laughs> uh, no, 
Listen, it, it worries me. As I tell them flawless, Man United are dark horses to win. No, no, it's not. Yeah, listen, Ghana's talent is on par. And if they can just get their act together, it worries me because I think that they could you know, they could reach a semi-final or a final. See how much of win. this see how much of a crook this prime guy is. Hey, big up all big up I, everyone I'm, that's locked in. I'm listening I'm not being a crook. I'm being serious because in the same in the same breath, I'll say my other uh, dark horses, like it might be Nigeria as well. Because as bad as I say that we are, if we can get our act together for a few games, the team get, gets together and focuses, and they provide Oshiman with service, we could mm. potentially win it. Um, like we keep talking about Oshiman, but no one like we haven't mentioned that. Last season, when they won the title in the running, a lot of the players dropped off, like Kavarskelia. But Oshun was there, yeah. turning up in the big games, taking them over the line. If we can get to a quarterfinal, semi-final, I know Oshun will turn up and score and do what's needed to get us over that line. So it's just potentially, yeah, it's just about getting there. So I think if we get our act together, fingers crossed. Hopefully, my team to yeah. watch. I'm going to say Burkina Faso. Um, the past few years, I've not really had any respect for them going into AFCON, and they've managed to prove me wrong and actually perform. So this time, I'm going to give them the, the respect they actually deserve, and I think they'll have a good tournament. I don't think they'll like win it or anything, but keep your eye on Burkina Faso. Um. Before we go, Victor, real quick, I just have to adjust a comment because obviously... I was literally about to, I was literally about to, I was literally about to do it. Um, before, obviously, you're new here, so you obviously... I, 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 I know who he is, I know who he is, I know who he is, yeah, I know who he is. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because I know, I know him from Twitter, because well, we go back, like, I know him already since the last Ofcon, so he, mm -hmm. he knows what I'm feeling about this Ghana team, but, but he doesn't... Probably doesn't know my feelings about the current Ghana teams real quick, so I need mm -hmm. to address them before people think I don't I think don't the Ghana team is good. I actually ironically think the funny thing is this Ghana team can still be better because of the certain guys who didn't make the roster because of injuries or maybe or maybe couldn't get fit enough on time for the terminal, Hard like game. a monkey, like a party, for example. Yeah, those two they would have been massive, even though I don't believe party ever performs for a Ghana shirt, in my opinion. I don't remember one time. I don't. I don't remember one time that party ever performed in the Ghana shirt. But that's for another. That's another conversation. To be honest, but he would have still been. He would have still been a good contribution to the team. So let me let me make me let me make this clear. I do believe the Ghana team has a lot of talent. You see the attack. Yeah. You see the talent in the attack, and not just the starting uh, attack, but also the depth as well. In my opinion, I think very underrated. A lot of young guys coming through. Um, with also a couple of decent squad players you would imagine for an tournament. Um, the midfield depth, I think the pivots, the pivot that we can play at our best. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of um but um Baba, but I think of the a good option you wouldn't have been bad. Obviously, party and Salis would have been my preferred option. Then you have Saliso and Dijuk as the center backs, and then yeah, yeah, and then you obviously go with um obviously Lam if Lamti would have been fit, Lamti plays right back, and then mm. um Sedu as left back for me, who plays for um Clem Clemot, um Clemmerford. So 
And then obviously you have Siggy and Go. That would have been my eleven. And to be fair, if that were, if that team would have played um, on Sunday, I would have looked at it and said, why can't this team not go and win the Afcon? Because I believe this would have been not a favorite, but at least a dark horse in my opinion. But then I look at the team. Then I look at I look at the team, but then I look at what they always do in tournaments. I look at what they do in qualifiers for the World Cup, for the Afcon qualifiers, for friendlies. It it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. The team looks good on quality. Like some, like I believe, outside the attack, I believe, for example, we have a much better um, team than Nigeria, for example. Yet a lot, of, a lot of people give more people, a lot of people give more Nigeria credit because they probably can at least go to out outside a group stage, at least to a round of sixty. Um, what is it? Round of sixty? Yeah, and then obviously quarterfinals, yeah. whatever. Well, we are just been joking over the last few years, and. Uh people give us more credit because like we have more quote unquote names but i look at ghana as being more of a team that's why like yeah, when i say this, this is the issue where it's I not me making a joke i'm actually serious i think you guys yeah, i know i know that we had conversations about that and i go into that yeah. um chris Hushton needs to if he i said this word i i don't believe in making it out of the group stage just me personally but if chris Hushton can't get us out of this group he needs to be sucked personally. And it's not just for this terminant only, but it's also from all the things that I've just seen on the pitch um, going into this terminant. Being a, win, winning games literally in last seconds of, of the last seconds of a game. Looking every time when we get to the attacking third, the team looks like there's no clear idea of what happens. It's, a, it's like pass the ball to Kudos and hope he scores. Or Inaki can maybe find the ball. Or maybe one of the IU brothers can maybe um get like a 50-50 or something. There's no clear idea. And then we look all the time, all the time when we lose the ball, it looks like we we look like one of some league one team in the in the, in the English division every time when we lose the ball and we be in defensive decisions. Like I do believe this team can make it far in the tournament, but I don't think under this current management, I I feel like we we can we can really go really far in the tournament. Like I think what we need is structure. We, the team needs a clear idea. I talked about how I believe this team, this team could actually look good in the back and back three, where you could blow, you can obviously play Diju, um, Amate, um, and Saliso um, all three in the back in the back three. Then you have to then you have to win back, and then you have a front a front three with um, with Kudos, um, Inaki, and Semenyo. Mm. That for me on paper, that sounds like a really good team, like a really good team that you could play in the constant attacking system. But Hutchinson has no clue, and you can kind of see this guy is kind of outdated. I don't even remember the last time he was coaching, even before the Ghana job. And I mean, it sounds it sounds funny anyway because he came in originally with Otto, um, as the recruit. He came in as like a recruitment, getting people to play for Ghana. He did a good job in, um, obviously one of the players, Koenigsdorfer. Um, someone he, he got Sidisu to come over to Ghana, decided to actually play for Ghana, and he just he got Lamptey to play for Ghana, so he did a good job for that. But when it comes to the coaching, I just don't have faith in him. If he wasn't, let's say it this way if Otto was still the coach, I believe you do do a lot better right now than with Hodgson. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my thoughts about this Ghana team. That doesn't mean I hate, I um, like, like this he said. The, guy, the, the manager doesn't have me believing believing that these players are bad. I do believe these players are good, but I think under the right system, under good direction, I don't. I have more faith. But as of right now, 
I have no faith with this team. And I feel like I'm going to get embarrassed again. People are going to be out of me on Twitter saying you, your country is not good at football. <laughs> not true. Not true. Hey, but, you and me both. Yeah. You and me both. And uh, Jez, I think I, I think Ghana and Nigeria have the same issue. I think we 100%. have the players, but the coaches are not really good enough. I don't know what PCAO has done to deserve the Nigerian job, but because with the quality of players we have, and in every single position, we should be playing better football. We should have an identity and a structure, and that's what Nigeria doesn't have. In all the games we played, we just the the ones we've won, we are just winning based on based of uh, individual brilliance. We don't have the structure, we don't have the style of play, and that's what you need. And that's what teams like Senegal they they might not have the they might not be playing the sweetest type of football, but they have a structure. Morocco does, Algeria does, Egypt does. But with Nigeria and Ghana, I think the the, the management of the team, the coaches, and they are they are not good enough because the these players are good. Our players are performing better in Europe than like better than ever. You can see every single player we have in our team, it will be playing well for Fuan, Osimen for Napoli, Moses Simon for Nantes in France. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. even though he's not starting for AC now when he, when he comes on, he makes an impact. Uh NGD for Leicester, like Calvin Bassi, Ola you know for Nottingham Forest. These players they all are they all are performing in their club side. So why can't they replicate why why can't they replicate that in the countryside? That boils down to the management and the way you manage the team and the players. And I think our coaches are not good enough. And maybe this tournament will sell them out and make them get started. Or maybe they can prove us wrong in this tournament. We have to wait and see. Well, one thing I would love for Nigeria to do is what Ghana did. I think, was it after, uh, was it after the last AFCON or after the World Cup? What you guys did by... Um, when you brought in Chris Hutton and you started recruiting people to to play for Ghana, like what you mentioned in Salisu, we should start yeah. doing that. Now, we should have done that back in the summer, bringing in people yeah. like um, Karni Chuameka, Noni Madereke, instead of playing for England. Because look at Tamori, this guy, he now cannot play for Nigeria and he doesn't play for England. Tammy Abraham, I'm not, not his biggest fan, but he doesn't play for England. He cannot play for Nigeria now. Like, we're wasting talent by not trying to bring them over. Because our like, the Nigerian squad should be a lot better than it is now. We shouldn't yes, be talking like about we have the a lot of players. Easy, there's Easy, there's yeah. Lisa, there is Tomori, there's even, even Tammy Abraham, I think. Uh, is yeah, the, we, we shouldn't be talking about a defensive and midfield issue for Nigeria when we have Tomori. And um, Karni Chuameka and Ogu Choku, who can easily slot in and play, but because yeah, they're already capped by their nation, you know, the Michael are just doing their politics and and taking all the money. They've not, they've they've never done a great job uh, at actually the, the recent uh, the recent people managing it. And I think that's yeah. that needs to change. We can blame the the coach all we want, but he didn't he didn't get the job himself. He was appointed by a particular set of people, which is the people managing the football in Nigeria. So we need competent people in those positions. We need people who can, like the likes of JJ Okocha, Kanu, I think now it's time for them to step up and take positions like that because they are footballing people. They understand what it means to play for the Super Eagles. They've achieved things with the Super Eagles. 
they've won, they've lost, they've gone through a lot, and they understand football better. Kano, I think, is, he, is, he is the director of uh, a local league in Nigeria, uh, a local club in Nigeria, but I think now we need to step up and take the role in the Nigerian Football Federation so we can have footballing people handling these decisions because I don't think with the coaches we've appointed, uh, the last coach who won us the outcome was Steven Kechi, may he sold rest in peace. And <laughs> since then, we've not gotten a, a good manager to take on the job for the Super Eagles. And I think we should be wow. doing way better in our recruitment in coaches and even the players. We have a lot of players in Europe wasting. We need these players to come back and play. Because you, if they get the shirts in Africa, they are playing all the games. But in Europe, you don't really have the opportunity like when you play for Nigeria. And these players are quality. Only for one is a player I still want. And I think he can still play for mm -hmm. Nigeria if he gets approached early. So we still we, we can still we can start doing the job from now. We can't give up now. We need to start making the difference. Yeah, that's something that John Obi Mikel, um, I listened to his podcast. That's something that he um uh spoke about about um Nigeria. I think he wants to try and get involved with the FA and help um like improving our national squad. Yeah. Yeah, um, Steve, you there? Yo. Uh, I, yeah, think, um, I, think can, I think we can go to um, move on to the um, the graph that Steve prepared going into this. Yeah. So, um, so Steve, our co-host, has made a graph for us. Um, obviously, you explain, you know, what's what's in the graph, and yeah. So, I'll just give a brief summary. Um, stop me if I'm wrong. So, basically, players to look out for for every team. That's basically what the graph is, right? Yeah. So, what I did was. I, I I and I made it I made it vague for a reason. I didn't say every team's best player. I didn't say breakout star. I didn't say player that needs to step up. I didn't say player that is expected a lot. I just said one player. Keep your eye on them. Note it down. That's kind of the thing. Mm -hmm. So it could be a, a you know it could be the superstar of the team that needs to step up and deliver. It could be a young breakout star, but it's, it's just one player to just look out. Look let, out. let me guess. Before, let, before you um, put it on the screen, let me guess for Senegal. Did you put Lamine Kamara there? Senegal? Senegal, yeah. No, but I should have. I went with... Yeah, uh, that's what I said. Ah, I went with Ndai. Yeah. Marseille. But yeah, um... Oh yeah, yeah, so that up uh, if you want, Victor, go for it, bro. Yeah, I'll put it. I'll put it up now. Word, word. There you go. You took oh, about, yeah. um, You guys give me one second. Yeah. Cool. No worries. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, and I'll explain the. I'll explain the graph visually. So it's obviously it's by group. So what we've got group A with uh, Cote d'Ivoire, Nigeria, Equatorial Guinea, and Burkina Faso. Group B is Egypt, Ghana, uh, Cape Verde, um, and uh, what is it, Mozambique. You got Senegal, Cameroon, uh, uh, Guinea, uh, Gambia. Group D is Algeria, Burkina Faso, Mauritius, and Angola. Group E, Tunis, uh, Tuni, Tunisia, whatever. Uh, Mali, South Africa, and Namibia. And then Group F is Morocco, uh, DR Congo, Zambia, and Tanzania. So, but yeah, I'll just I, go wait, through wait, the, last, the, last, the last team was because um, I think. You got the last team mistaken. I think it was the the last team for um, Group A was Guinea Bissau. Oh yeah, you're right, Jesus. Yeah, it was Guinea Bissau. Yeah, I was thinking because you said it twice. You're right, you're right. 
Yeah, because I already said Bur- Burkina Faso is the one with the two horses. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, But yeah, so I'll just go through it. Ivory Coast Christian Kwame. Uh, he needs to get, he needs, he needs to step up because we've been talking about Ivory Coast a little bit. They have good attack and depth. He, he can bring that spark. He really can. Um, I think he's a really good player. Um, I don't think he's had the best of seasons for Fiorentina, but I think he, if, if Ivory Coast are going to achieve anything, Kwame will be a, a huge part of it. So I want Kwame to look out for, for uh, Cote d'Ivoire. For Nigeria, it's, it's Chukweze. Um, I didn't go with Osiman just because it's it, it's mean, obvious. It obvious. Yeah. And we were also talking about when we we're talking about Osiman, need to give him service. Chukweze isn't a starter yet at AC Milan, but he's made positive contributions off the bench. And when Pulisic has been hurt, he's um done his best to yeah. get into that team. So Chukweze, I think, will be again another if Nigeria do well, I think he'll be a big, big part of it for Rekotorio Guinea is so what? Yeah, and hopefully, like, Steve knows how much I've spoken about Chokese over the last yeah. what year. And um, big, I'm oh, surprised he went to AC Milan. Like, no big clubs, like, were looking at him. Um, me, like, me in terms of, you look at all the forward talent Chelsea bought. You look at what Newcastle looked at. Man United be the right winger. I'm surprised that none of these clubs actually looked at him. But, um, yeah, this might be a tournament where, you know, if if we do anything, a lot of it is going to have to come from him. So, AC yeah. Milan's a big club, though. When yeah, you... I was about to say, what? No, no, they no, needed, is, they needed, they needed he's not, uh, wingers. He's not even, he's not necessarily a starter, though, at AC Milan. No, he's yeah, but not. still a big club, though. Not yet. He went to a big club, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, I, Man United need a right winger and they sign Anthony. You know, that, that's what I'm talking about. Like, Marcel, Marcel, Marcel could have shipped off Rafinha and looked at him. That's another one you yeah, could throw yeah. at him. Could have then again, it's also a good thing. He's not going to... It's also a good thing, by the way. He also he probably didn't go to these massive clubs who aren't like good enough yet because at Man United, he could have died. Barcelona, yeah. I know they won the title last year, but I don't think they're that good um, necessarily. Yeah. So probably a good thing he's at AC Milan and he's still doing well. So yeah, yeah I'll take that back. Ferris. But yeah, Chukwese, that's that's my player. I'm keeping off from Nigeria for Guinea Equatorial uh, or Equatorial Guinea Saul Coco. Uh, probably their just best player center back at Las Palmas. They have one of the best defenses in La Liga. They've conceded like 17 goals, and that's only bettered by uh, Real Madrid's amazing defense, which is only considered what, 13 or 14 goals, maybe even a little less. So Coco has been a huge part of that for Las Palmas. Um, very good, very good uh, center back, 24 years old. Um, very, very good in the air and um, a real. He just he he loves he loves defending. Like he, he in that in that Las Palmas team, he really grafts and really um, he's he's big big part of that Las Palmas team and for Equatorial Guinea. So I went with Saul Coco or Guinea Bissau. I went with uh, young Mets player uh, Fali uh, Kande. Uh, struggled a bit at Mets this year, 20 years old, uh, plays left center back and has also played left back for club and country. Um, yeah, he's, again, um, Guinea Bissau don't have too much talent, really. I mean, they have Carlos Mane, who's good on the left, um, but he's definitely one. A, a rising star, definitely, it looks like. I've seen some good good things from Fai Kande at uh, Mets, but that's why I went with for Egypt, Mustafa Mohamed. 
Obviously, again, I could have gone with Salah, but someone else has to step up besides Salah. And Mustafa Mohammed has stepped up uh, this year for Eintracht Frankfurt. Um, the guy is very good instincts inside the box and, and, a, and a good finisher. So he's, 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 done, he's, done a, he's done a good job from, from what I've seen of Mohammed. And he's good at Nantes. Um, as well, he's and got the move to Frankfurt. He's at Frankfurt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. um, I think because oh, um, because I remember he's been got he's been scoring. I've been seeing him getting involved, scoring yeah. goals. Um, I think he's that. Yeah, I've just looked at it now. He's the top scorer at Frankfurt as well, which is I think is a big thing considering that they're doing well in Conference League. Conference League as well, yeah. So I have seen a couple of them. So yeah, definitely somebody that um I agree with you that can definitely help them. So yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like Mosaf Mohammed. Um for Ghana, I went with Ronsford Yeboah Königsdorfer. Um struggled a bit at Hamburg this year. I like some of the you know flashes that I've seen from him. He's a very, very talented, very talented young player. Um I think he could have he could have a big tournament. Um yeah, I I I like I like uh I like Königsdorfer. I think so the last quick um quickly because obviously yeah, um he plays for Ghana and Ironically, um, the last friendly that we just played, I think it was a bad game from the team. But the only bright spark that I could say from the, that friendly was Königsdorfer. Mm-hmm. And I always yeah. talked about how it's weird that Hutchinson was the one that recruited him, yet he never gave him a chance. But I believe True. he just brings a different dynamic to the team. Like I think he's probably one of the fastest. Good dribbler. Good dribbler. Um, obviously, finishing with the young age is never going to be consistent like that. But I feel like with him, I think there's there's a lot of talent there, and it gives, it, like I said, always a different dynamic to the other. Which to be fair, all our wingers are fast, but I think he's rapid. When I see him play, uh, he looks he looks rapid to me, and I think especially especially the way we play, um, when when you don't have the structure already, then you need individual brilliance. And I feel like with his dribbling, yeah, maybe he's not going to find all the passes, but when you when you get good with the dribbling, eventually you're going to find a pass. So yeah, I think that actually was a really good pick. Yeah, no, I've I, I've 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 liked what I've seen from Koenigsegg a little bit at Hamburg, so I, I threw that in as a bit of a curveball. He might have a big tournament, but yeah. So Koenigsegg is my pick. Ghana uh, with uh, Cape Verde, Cabo Verde. Um, I went with Logan Costa. Probably their overall. I mean, he's playing for Toulouse. Um, was immense for them last season in the Coupe de France in particular. They're doing well in the Europa League as well. Um, the kid is what. I think he's what 21, 22. Stepped up and scored in that Coupe de France final uh, very early in the game too, and has been establishing himself very well. Um, definitely a, 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 a he's gonna be a, a very good player for Cap Verde for for a few years. Um, so I like I like Logan Costa. Definitely keep an eye on him. He could he got some good performances. Um, I went with for Mozambique. I went with uh, Jenny Katamo, really the only player of note besides maybe Alfa Semedo, who has some experience in Portugal a little bit. But uh, Katamo, he's getting some minutes uh, for for Sporting uh, Club de Portugal. Um, he's he, he played very well against who was it? It was Estoril. Played very well across across the ninety and um, very talented, very talented player. Um, so I think he could really be. Um, a breakout star, really, on a, on a huge stage. So look out for um, Katamo. Um, group C with uh, Senegal. The, um, I went with Ilman Ndai. 
Um, mm-hmm. The kid is so talented. Um, been a bit up and down at Olympique de Marseille because he's sharing some time with Vicinia, a striker as well, and a Bemiang. Um, He's just so talented, man. He's so talented. And and for me, a lot of, again, another one of those players where it's like if, if they do well, it's because they might not die. And those guys is, you know, they're going to be the ones who contribute. So I went with them die. Um, for Cameroon, I went with Christopher Wu. Um, again, another player, super talented, young, uh, center back of Stagene. Um, I'm a big fan of him. He plays pretty consistently well. A stad run for me. Um, they've had a bit of a rocky season. Um, they did get to the Europa League, and they will be playing AC Milan in that uh, knockout round playoff sort of thing. But um, I, I do like Christopher Wu definitely. That that could be a player where again he steps up in the in a big spotlight. Um, so yeah, that's that's why I went for sending uh, for Cameroon. Uh, for Guinea, uh, uh, sorry sorry to cut you. I I think. I think Onana should be a player to watch for Cameroon because he has been shocking for United. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, all I, know, I was all thinking I, about I, it. I was thinking about hey, it. All, all I know, all I know is that um, obviously Onana he's gonna miss the. Apparently, he's gonna miss the first game. That's yes, fun. yes, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, to me, to me, that's very disappointing because I don't think yes, it's a disgrace because I feel if your country calls you, you should turn up for your country. <laughs> Yes. like you should be happy playing for your country and i think it's just taking them for a ride and i don't know what what he's waiting to do for the tottenham game maybe he just wants to make us make united lose the game i don't know because i don't know what he's it's, it's not a cup final it's not a champions league final it's not a normal nana he's a disgrace is this not the same guy that stopped playing for his country i think yeah, did Am I wrong? Did Cameroon not yeah, win AFCON? They AFCON in like 20... Was it 2017 or something? They won AFCON? I'm not uh, right. No. They've, no. They've won AFCON recently, no? I don't... I don't, sure. I don't, I don't, I don't remember think so. when... I don't think so. I, 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 can, I can go and check. I can go and check. Go ahead, Brando. Yeah, because I... But, like, I don't know. I just think... What he's doing? Yes, yes, yes. The one they have in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember they won it without him. They're yes, they're they both performed. Yes, they won it without him. And now, like, because he's at Man United and he's back in the squad, he thinks he can do this. No, he's. Like, I, I I just think I don't blame him. I blame I blame the uh the the, the like the, the the football federation in Cameroon because they are giving him the opportunity to do it. If a player doesn't want to play for the country, get him out and get someone that is willing and ready to play for the for the country in as soon as possible. Because missing You're the right. first game oh. due to, due to due to Manchester United's game, I don't I don't know. I don't. No, but you're right. I blame the federation, but it's Onana yes. that this this isn't Man United that suggested he should do this. Onana yes. wanted to do this. It's yes. it's so it's this is just he shouldn't be. It's just disgrace. And the thing is, no, he'll play for Spurs. He will lose, and then he'll go home for Ghana, and then he'll lose as well. So what's the point? He might even make. He might. He might even be the one to even make the mistake in the game that will make United lose one and two. Mm-hmm. I still. I still think with uh, this this African football, you know the way African things work. Like in Cameroon, I'm sure there's there are some set of some of some people on that federation that will worship him due to the fact that he's playing for United, and maybe he's giving them a couple of. 
example of tips here and there. Just I don't know why a player will have that such, such power to tell a country that it won't be coming for, it won't be available for the start of a tournament, and you will give him the opportunity. I'm sure there are, people in, I'm sure there are people in that squad, his teammates. Because how do you? You're meant to arrive at camp together. You're meant to arrive yes. at, at the tournament together, be united. I'm sure there's people there that don't. They they don't respect what he's doing. Yes. And you're one of the senior players in the team, basically. So you should be the one turning up early and showing them that, yes, we can go for this. I don't know what he's feeling like, but I like we, I'm a United fan, and I think he has been shocking for us really poor. And I would love him to even leave for the Afghan early so we can have the opportunity to play uh, our second choice goalkeeper and see what he can do. But I don't know why he doesn't want to go. And hopefully, once he even goes, if I'm the manager, I... I might not use him in, in that tournament because missing the first game, you're already putting them in a bad position because you are supposed to be there and turning up for your country anytime they need you. But that's just a example. missing the first game like because he won't be back in time. Yes. Or yeah, is he he's going to miss. He has not trained with the team. He doesn't yeah. like. He's not. He doesn't understand what the coach or the, what the manager is trying to what the coach is trying to do for uh, in the game. So. There is no need for him playing. And I think if the... I just play the goalkeeper that plays, steps up and make a very good impact in that game and keep Onana out of the team. But I, ju I don't just think that the, the coach will have the balls to keep him out of the team. But I, I just hope the manager can do that. Keep him out of the team in the second game and let him sit on the bench. And then you will learn that next time you have to be committed to playing for your country. I don't think there's any or not bigger than winning something for your country. And I will keep saying it. You can win 10 yeah. Champions Leagues five FA Cups, ten leagues, but for your country, if you win eight trophies for your country, it's 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 all small weight and it the does, of, of the fans of your country. And you should be turning up for them anytime they need you. Yeah, Particularly I, I, when I, I, you're you know you yeah, know what it is. I, I just want to yeah. I just want to throw this analogy in there. It would be like losing your job and then your wife's pissed at you and then she finds you cheating with a, another motherfucker. It's like you're already in the doghouse in one department of life. Don't fuck with the other. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. really what it's like. That's what yeah, Onana's doing. He's fucking around I think Ola's main point is that the com the uh, the Federation, Fourth Federation Cameroon should have given an ultimatum. Either you come train with us now or you don't nice. come at all. But they I don't think have that's the what they should have told him. But the thing they is, they, the they, they should have they, they, they told him straight away because now he's just... What he's basically done now is proved to them that he has the power in this. No, like, but this, but this they race. gave him the but they gave him the power the minute. I disagree. They gave him the power the minute they brought him back into the national squad. Yeah, they, that's what they gave him the power anyway. No, but 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 but, 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 but I feel like the issue he had was with the previous manager, and uh, the previous coach of the of the team, and the coach is no longer there. So the new coach can choose that. Okay, I want this player back in my squad, and. I can I want I want to play the type of style he wants to. He's not the same the same coach calling him back to come play for them. He's this defense coach entirely. So I think no, I know, that's where but, no I know, but the, the, the previous coach wanted to play a particular style and Onana went against that. If you're dropped from your from your um he, he was dropped from his national country, now that he shouldn't have been brought back. If you're not willing to put aside your own like Ego for the good um, of your country. Has he actually actually done that with Morocco? That's happened before. Yeah, and I don't. That's the common yeah. factor with 
Uh, we, we have yeah, to yeah, 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 and then we actually got to revisit the whole thing with the Onana thing because I think it's a good discussion as well. That's a good topic, Defo, Defo. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Cameroon. I went. I went with Wu. I do. I do really like him. Um. I went with for Guinea. I went with Mukhtar Diakabi. Um. I'm not worried about Guinea scoring goals necessarily. Um. So I, I think they'll do their part. For me, Mukhtar Diakabi, the Valencia center back. Um. Formerly of Lyon too. He is their best defender, um, and that's where I have concerns of them. But he's had a few performances this season, and, and lately um, he's had some very good performances against Barca, against uh, Real Sociedad. He was decent, um, a few other games. So uh, Diacabi has been in good form, and he could be that steady, consistent presence. I, 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 um, so I went with Diacabi of uh, Guinea. For Gambia, Yankuba Minta. Um, Newcastle uh, Loney out to Feyenoord. He's, oh, he's not he's an established good. starter. He looks he looks really really he, he looks very good. Um, he's not an established starter yet at Feyenoord, but I do think by the end of the season he'll be. And you know he's he's played Champions League games for them too, and he's 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 getting more and more game time, and he's delivering more often than that. So Minta could be real, making some noise. Uh, could, so and they and they are like I said, Gambia are my kind of dark horse. They already have. Uh, a pretty good team for considering the kind of players and, you know, recruitment they have available to them. So I, I went with Yankubo uh, Minta. That was kind of an obvious one, but you could have gone Musa Baro too, who's a good player. Um, Group D, I got Algeria, Faris Chaibi. Uh, this guy is, wow. At Toulouse last year, he was awesome. Again, along with Logan Costa of uh, Cap Verde. The big part of that team, Toulouse, that won the Coupe de France, got a move to Frankfurt. Um, and has played really well. Played really, really well. Um, big, big fan of Chaibi. So he's 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 the he's the guy I'm looking for. Uh, Algeria, uh, Burkina Faso, Dangua Watara. Um, this guy's been a revelation this year at left back for Bournemouth for our uh, Iriola. Yeah. Uh, he looks like a natural at it. A lot of the games, he, he, it took a minute for him to adjust, but wow. He is a he is he's a super player. I liked him at Lorient a lot, just like I liked Wissa, just like I I was a fan of um, who's a Sospolo winger, uh, Lorienté. So Sospolo, uh, Lorient keep producing some very very exciting players, and they have for quite a few years now. You got Rafael Guerrero, also used to play there, Gendouzi. So yeah, um, another good former Lorient player. Well, he is, uh, yeah, he is former Lorient because he had Bournemouth, but big fan of Dangwa Watara. Probably the most talented player, but um, yeah, that's 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 what I went with there. Mauritius, don't know, or Mauritania, sorry, not Mauritius, Mauritania. Don't know too many of their plays, but uh, Abubakari Koita is doing well in Belgium for St. Trudens, scoring a hat full of goals there, so probably expecting him to do something. Uh, as much as he can for Mauritania. For Angola, I went with the youngster Zito Lavumbo of uh, Cagliari. Um, good dribbler on the counter. Um, quick. I mean, he. I, I want him to get some more game time at Cagliari, but whenever I watch him, whenever he gets 
some game time. I'm I'm pretty impressed by him, and he's probably Angola's best player for quite a long time, to be honest. So I went with uh, Zito Lavumbo. Uh, for uh, Tunisia, I went with Eli, uh, Elias Atro, uh, Achuri, Achuri of uh, Copenhagen. Um, has some great games in the Champions League this year, and I've caught a few uh, Copenhagen domestic games, and he is electric, man. This 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 guy is a very promising future. Achuri, uh, 24 years old, probably again one of uh, Tunisia's best players. Uh, just so gifted, man. He he, I'm expecting a pretty uh, pretty good tournament from him. Mali. I went with Kamari Dumbia, the young uh, Stade uh, Brastois winger on loan from Stade Rem. Uh, scored four goals against Lorient in a Bretagne derby. Um, four. Four goals at 20 years old in one game. He was just out of this world. Um, yeah, he's a talent, man. Uh, decent finisher. Just absolutely rapid. And, man, I mean, he's he's... He, it's him, Chaibi, and Atrari who I'm like, wow, these these could be the breakout stars of this tournament where everybody knows about them. Um, so yeah, one well, Dumbia there. Uh South Africa, not really too much that I not too many guys I'm familiar with. I just went with uh oh, what's his name? Milali uh Mayambela. Uh consistent presence in that South African team for a while. It's probably I, again, I don't know too much about the South African players. But yeah. I went with um, uh, Mayambela. For Namibia, I went with Prince Minalik Tijueza. Um, He plays for, I wrote it down earlier. Jesus Christ, what is it? He plays, not Albania. Prince Majori. Ah, there it is. He plays in um, oh, Kosovo for K- uh, KF Liria, uh, 21 years old. Um, number 10. I mean, again, I don't know too much about the Namibian team, but um, he's doing well. Um, he, he, he certainly seems like Namibia's main man, so at a young age, so I guess keep an eye on him. Um, Morocco, I went with Ismail Siberi. This was the toughest, my guy, Bola. This is the toughest one for Morocco. This one, out of all the, I I had some problems picking for other teams who I'm keeping an eye on. Morocco have like five, like mm-hmm. five. Like you have Siberi, Zia, Hakimi. I mean, I could go on and on. Unahi. Let's see if he can follow up with another good tournament in a in a in a big spot for Morocco. I mean, I could go with Wadi Chadri. Uh, sorry. Um, no, Ch- uh, Chadi. He's on loan at Betis from Barca. He's been uh, excellent whenever I've watched him. But I went with Siberi because this guy is just Jesus. He grabs the game by the scarf of the neck and has an excellent, excellent shot and technique. Um, he he looks a hell of a player. Um, so definitely keep an eye on Siberia. Uh, again, this is going to be another uh, possible breakout star of the of the tournament. Um, who else? Uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo. Simon Banza scoring goals for uh, Braga over in uh, Portugal. Do uh, did well. Uh, he did well for Milan Got the move. Uh, also played at Lons before, uh, and was and was all right as a backup striker kind of thing. But yeah, Simon Bonds is probably one of uh, the Arcago's talisman alongside like Bakambu and uh, those kind of guys. So went with uh, Simon Bonza there. For Zambia, I went with Kings Kangwa. Um, again, another guy that I think could announce himself on a big stage. Uh, whenever I watch Red Star Belgrade in the 
Europa League or whatever. The guy is one of the best players on the pitch. Um, he's not tall. I think he's like five 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 six. He just he just covers so much damn ground and he makes things happen. So he's one of Zambia's main men. At, I was really debating between him and Lamak Banda at uh, Lecce because he's been um, very good this season for Lecce whenever I've watched him. So, but one of Kings Kongwa. So I, I'm again big fan of of of, of the player. Um, uh, and finally Tanzania. Um, I don't really know many other players, but I went with Novatus Dismas, young 21 year old center back uh, at Shakhtar Donetsk. I haven't seen him play. I don't think. Uh, I don't think he's gotten his first team opportunity quite yet at Shakhtar. But um, that's really only kind of mainstream player people might know about on a European basis. But yeah. I went with uh, Novatus Dismas at Tanzania. So that's my list of just one player to look out for at all. All the teams. No, no appreciate, appreciate it. Obviously, it took you a long time as well. It took, yeah. it took you a long time as well. And we will be looking out for these guys in, in the tournament as well. Because obviously, some I know of these guys I don't, reckon, I don't recognize. Mm. Because obviously I've never seen them play. Uh, there's also a lot of them that I know of, obviously. Because I obviously watch a lot of football as well. Of, well, yeah. Um, um, do you guys want to go back to the um, do a nano conversation? Uh, Steve, uh, uh, big up Steve. What what a great job looking at looking for all these players. But I think the, the one I recognize here is Chukwueze, which is my Nigerian player, and I also want him to step up. But I just I just think it was a fantastic job by you. And we like like uh uh Prime said, we we will be looking out for these players, and uh hopefully we get a good tournament scouting wise. A lot of these players want to see them like want to see them get clubs, get signings in Europe and bigger mm -hmm. leagues, so they can show that uh, yeah. African football is is improving and we can do better, not just in Africa but in Europe. So I want to see a lot of the young players getting their opportunity and taking them and performing really well in this tournament. Yeah, like the rest of the man yeah, yeah. said, um, thanks Steve for all the hard work he did. It only took you a long mm -hmm. time for he did it. Um, yeah, appreciate that. I know you have to head off to do your show, so everyone, please subscribe to Trashbox Steve on YouTube. Everyone, give subscribe. Um, yeah, I'll the links in the chat, by the way. Yeah, the yeah, the links here. The links here. Go subscribe. I think you're doing a you're doing a Burnley. Nah, uh, Strasbourg, Strasbourg, Marseille. I am going to watch Marseille. that game too, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So if you guys want any more, like Steve's very knowledgeable. Steve's a man of football. He's very knowledgeable in everything football. So if you know, if maybe if you've got a player that you you know you your team wants to sign and you want you know some input on that player, you can ask Steve. Or Steve can also do research on it. He's he's he just enjoys watching football. He's yeah, one. Of, he's one. Of his, yeah, he's one of the few like us who just enjoy watching football. So you might subscribe, um, give him a follow on all socials as well. Steve's also a regular on Soccer and City, so you see him you know most watching on the Q and As and stuff. So yeah, are you, are you heading off now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big up, big up, guys. Ola, yeah, great to meet you, man. I will subscribe Thanks, to bro. your YouTube. In no yeah, I've, I've, I've subscribed um, to your channel already. I'll hit you up on social so we can. Word, uh, word. But yeah, great meeting you, bro. Great meeting you, Ola. Uh, Victor, Jazz, and Prime. You're my guys. Yeah, always man. Man. Well, always man. Thanks for having me. Always, it was a good always, show, man. man. Good show. Always, 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 man. Man. Peace out, big up, 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 big up. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you want to? So you want to do you want to continue the Anana point? You've got more points on it. I mean, because I obviously I didn't say anything on the Anana thing real quick. Cause yeah, go on. Obviously, it was obviously it was obviously not a heated debate, but obviously just more of a passionate debate. Because obviously we care about national, international football. Like obviously, 
I make a lot of jokes about um, Ghana because we're not serious in football. But I, but I do. But I also make these jokes more of the time because of care. So when I see when I see stuff like what the Nana's doing, at the same time, I'm like, maybe there's certain things going on in the background where he just doesn't respect um doesn't respect Cameroon to one bit anymore. And but for me, it's like. If you, if it really was that deep for somebody like Onana to be like, I don't want to be there for the first game, then for me then re- do do what Joel Matip did um, retire from the national team. If you really don't care about the nation, in my opinion, it's rather than rather than saying I come to the I come to the tournament but I come late, uh, like okay, if you miss the training camp, I can maybe I can forgive it, but missing the first game as the starting keeper, I'm sorry. Like for me, it's, things like that are unforgivable in my opinion. Obviously, can you can we say that the FA should do better? Hundred percent. Because like, if you have guys like that as captains or as leaders in the team, or looked at as one of the like, imagine the younger players who are coming up in Cameroon looking at Onana and saying, "I want to be in that situation," and or maybe some of them getting influenced by him, thinking, "Okay, this is okay. I can I can miss the training camp before the tournament. I can I can miss games and then still come, just because I'm talented." I feel like there should be a level of um, standard in terms of how they should represent. Cameroon is also not a small country. They are they are a big country in terms of football. So uh, it's a it's a it's a weird situation. Like maybe there's a lot more in the background why they maybe feel like that. But if if I, if it was me personally, I wouldn't call. If it does, if if it was me, I would have told him. If you don't want to come for the first game, then don't come at all. That's what I would say. And yes, and yes. Well, one thing one thing again you should realize is. If every player does what Onana is doing, there will be no one to play in the first game for Cameroon. So, yeah. so, so that's that's why you need to set the standard and let everyone know this is unacceptable. If you are not going to play, don't accept to play for us at all. Okay, in this Afcon, I won't be available. I want to stay with United. Make it known and stay with United. Maybe in the next one you'll be available. That's fine. We don't care. But you doing this and getting away with it, I think a lot of the Cameroonian fans will be angry. And even the players in the squad are, are going to be feeling some of some players being a type of way that okay, this guy is playing for United, one of the biggest clubs in the world, he's one of our senior players. He should be here motivating us, helping us through the training camp, through everything, going into the tournament. And he's nowhere to be found. And now we'll be missing the first game, turning up and feeling like a king. That's what I'm saying. If I'm the manager, I will make a scapegoat of him by putting him on the bench. I don't care. I just hope the, the the backup goalkeeper is good enough to play really well in the game. And if he plays really well in that first game, I will stick with him and put Onana on the bench and show him that you don't just turn up whenever you like for your country. But we've seen this with African football. Like, uh, the ZH point was there also. ZH did something similar with Morocco and he got called back and still playing for the team. So, with African football, I think some players, due to the club they are playing for or due to some influence they have around people in the board and people in the football federation, they will get some special treatment that will be mm. glaring to other players that this player is kind of special than some other players. And I think that's, that's the benefit Onana is enjoying right now. Well, it's not even like if, if Man United were in a title race and this Spurs game was must win, then you know what? That's fine. It's understandable. Yes, you know, yes. but this is not. It's just a new well, game in general. Man, this game is not important for you to play. Not important at all. Them, 
you've been terrible for them all season anyway. So more than likely, you're going to lose this game. You're going to make a mistake. That's, now you're going that's into Afcon. You know how you know what Afcon what Afcon means to African uh, fans. If you make mistakes in this tournament, it's I don't know. I just don't understand it. Yeah, just for say this, I'm not. I think I think obviously, Victor, uh, you can put your input there as well uh, for a second. Yeah, I, yeah. I just I just think I just personally, I just, I just personally think there could be two sides to it. Either there's a lot more things going on in the background that I think a lot of people know, but at the same time, as looking at it from the outside, I just think that the whole situation itself is a joke. Personally, I, I, if this was one of if this was Kudos doing, I would feel a lot different about Kudos um, right now, but. Yeah, Victor, what are you saying about that? Yeah, like I said, um, they have to they have to set a president. The Cameroon the Cameroon FA have to set a president and let him and let them know like where they stand because uh, another big player for Cameroon could come in. A player come from a player for Cameroon could sign for Man City tomorrow, and then choose that oh because this team this game's important, I might do the same thing Orlando did. So why does he get you know an extra? Why does he get more favor than I do? Even though my team probably more in the title race than your than his team. So they need to kind of set that president and let everyone know. Because I even think Morocco did the exact same thing with ZH. They said, if you don't, if you don't want to come back, they'll come back and he retired. Yeah, yes, yeah, with the manager. I, and the manager yeah, and the manager, yeah. yeah. But the manager did get sacked, so we brought him back, which is a completely different situation. Yeah. Even, even, yeah, even they told him, like, if you don't want to come back, that's fine. Like, don't come back. I think Cameroon should do the exact same thing. Like, if they, they, they can tell him, all right, cool, you can, miss the, you can miss training session, you can miss the first week, that's fine. Help your team. But if you miss the first game, Against you, even miss the first game, the opening game of the tournament where everyone's going to be watching. Like you shouldn't, don't even bother coming. Don't even bother coming. Don't even, don't even try and come. Just stay, stay, stay in Manchester. Stay where you are, because when, because when your country needs you, you need to be there. Because even, like again, I keep on bringing ZH because ZH is more like a more recent one that comes to my mind. Even ZH, ZH is, ZH is it went early. It went like with the, when the team was meant to go. Mohamed Salah, who's actually fighting for a title race, went a lot earlier, and they had they had a cup semi final. A few days ago, and they're fighting mm. for a league. So Onana has no excuse to Onana has no excuse to for, to leave his country behind, like leave that two week that two week because they gave they gave a two week they gave two week um bre- um sorry that two week training session or two weeks before prior for a reason so you can bond with your team the manager can tell you the tactics and you guys can know go in as go in as a team not as players but go into the tournament as a team everyone together. Once you miss that, once you miss that first two two weeks of like bonding period, I wouldn't bother bringing him because then you didn't bring another player into it to upset that kind of bonding you already have and the taxes. I, I don't remember team. this happening. I don't remember something like this. I, look at the likes of how many title races has Drogba been in, Yaya Torre for Man City, and so I don't, I don't remember this happening. And the I, bigger players, they're Alana. They're bigger. The team, the team's influence yeah, the team. They're Alana. I don't think Alana had an excuse. He doesn't have yes, an excuse and, to miss and, game. I, like to give, I would love to see what the manager can do. If I'm the manager of that team, when he comes, I I won't start him in that second game just to prove a point to him. And I think this is way bigger than Onana. The younger the younger players coming through. What example are you are you are you showing them that? Showing them that? Example. Yes. So 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 this is way bigger than just Andre Onana and the whatever rubbish he's doing. But they need to set a standard. They need to stand set the president that this cannot happen and even though it's happening there you'll be on the bench and you watch from the bench once once even even if you get to the final you are on the bench but that's testament also to if they have 
enough options and like a good backup option. And I think Onana, like you said, he has been really poor. I think the Afton should have even been an opportunity for him to clear his head, go there, play for Cameroon, uh, for your country. The fans will back you. They will be happy to have you and clear your head and come back fresh to Manchester United and hopefully kick on your season from there. But I don't know. I, but I am not surprised. I don't know why I'm not surprised because a lot of African players, like we've, we've seen in Nigeria, some selections that you don't even expect due to uh, is close to the coach, is buying watches for the coach, doing this and that for uh, yeah, someone on the coaching crew and things like that. So, but it needs to change. It needs to change. Moving forward. Yeah. If he wants to retire, let him retire and don't come back and, again. And yeah. this also sets a bad precedent for um, the clubs. Because remember last AFCON, Jurgen Klopp was saying that he wants to try and stop his players from going. Remember, he made that bad joke. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even though he might come out and say that was a joke, there's been managers who have thought that before. There have been clubs who have thought about doing that before. And this sets a bad precedent now because... Next, Afcon, for example, what's the same Man United? Don't try and you know, or uh, a Chelsea or Spurs, whatever. Don't try and stop one of their players from going if they're in a great position in the league. I mean, to, to why, be fair, why, let, why would I let Salah go again when we could potentially we're in a tight race when we can win the league? Like this I mean, sets to, a very bad precedent. To, to be fair, like I do feel like even though a lot of uh, even in the past, like I think managers. It's it's not it's it's always been a thing because you don't you don't want I mean even for Asia uh, the Asian Cup is going on right now as well I do believe managers and clubs don't want their best players to leave especially if this is guys off the bench or squad players then I feel like they would be obviously they don't wouldn't really care but if the star guys I think I, I think every manager don't like the star guys to just in the middle of the season to disappear from one month yeah they so but, but then but then but then at the same time obviously it. Situation like the Onana situation rarely happens. Like, or like for example, um, Fatahu, um, Abdul Fatahu for us, he didn't. He 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 got called up for the Ghana um Afcon's team, but he he did de he declined the call up. He did he he didn't want it to come to Afcon, and one way you can look at it and say he wouldn't have not gotten a lot of game time because he's still young, but at the same time he's having a good season at Leicester right now, and also every time any plays for Ghana. A lot of people abuse him, but I feel like the same reason, like I mentioned earlier, it's about coaching. So imagine putting a bad coach with a young player together. It's, uh, so I can sometimes understand situations like that when it comes from the player perspective. But with the club, I've I never been a fan of, I've never been a fan of, um, as a manager or an owner of a club comes out and says, how we don't like how our players leave. Like, because you know, you know, like, I always said this, don't sign these players if you know that these guys are gonna leave eventually for terminants. Like you know, you know these guys gonna have every two years uh, AFCON mid mid season. So if you have a concern with that, then don't sign these guys. It's that simple. But yeah, I mean there's always been an issue, it's always gonna be an issue in these type of situations. But Onana, like I said, I would respect if Cameroon, you know, they make him fly to um to Ivory Coast and then he I I think Onana expects okay, second game I'm gonna be starting. If I'm the coach, I'm benching him. I'm not playing like you. I make you fly all the way to Africa, from Manchester to Africa, just to sit the next two games. I mean, I would be this petty. I would not even play him at all. Just sit the whole bench. I'm not saying that. I'm sorry. I won't play him. I won't play him. Yeah, right, so oh, like, yeah don't I play him all permanent. Just make him sit in the bench, and then you just flew all the way back to um, you flew all the way to Africa for no reason. But 
Yeah, just as a lesson or something. So yeah. Yeah, I, I would have done the same. I think I think yeah, we're all in agreement. Well in agreement. Except any more probably got another point you want to make. No, no, no. I I, I fully agree. I he shouldn't, you know, play any games this tournament. I, I would actually even drop him from the squad, but I don't no, I don't I'll, think I'll set, yeah, I'll set a president. I'll make him I'll make him comp to the tournament, but I'll put him on the bench the entire time. Just to prove that don't you can't you can't keep trying to let down your team or you can't because your country this is more this is more than just a team. Like this is your nation coming together for this. It's not it's not just about you or your team. Like your whole nation's coming together to support to you know to support support you to support your team. There are probably people flying over, over from Cameroon to Ivory Coast to watch. So yeah. you know to watch their to watch their country to, to battle it out. And you're not taking it serious, so there's no point of you playing. Because how 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 are you even sure that your mind's hundred percent there? Your mind's not in Manchester United. Because if your mind is hundred percent in Cameroon, you should have been. You would have been here. So yeah, I, I I just think I just think it's a, I don't think it's a bad. I think it will just upset the entire Cameroon camp if it comes and it'll just set a bad precedent for them. They should find them. They should they should make the right decision and either tell him not to come or just leave him on the bench for the entire time to teach him a lesson. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, I think that's all, right? Yeah, I think, I think that's all. I don't really have anything. I don't Except think I don't have anything to say unless I, unless you guys have anything to say. Um, yeah. about uh, no, what about Unana? I just think about the tournaments. Like, I just hope we have we have a very good tournament. The Afcon, mm -hmm. uh, the Afcon, the Cote d'Ivoire. Like the facilities they built, so like it's looking really good. I just feel like I just hope the atmosphere is good. And the people, the people going there to watch it, enjoy the tournaments, enjoy the food, enjoy everything there uh, in Ivory Coast. And we as fans watching from home also enjoy really good football. And the officiating also, I'm looking out for the officiating. Hopefully, the That's referees are doing, are doing, are doing, will do a very good job uh, for for the officiating also. I don't know if there's going to be VR in this tournament, but I just, I just hope they can do a good job officiating and just. Interesting. I just want to enjoy the Afghan tournament coming and just enjoy football. I, I, I do. I do. I did, like, funny that you just said that because obviously my 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 parents they they went back to Ghana um yesterday, so my dad is in Ghana, and mm -hmm. he's obviously going to be there the whole tournament watching with his friends that he hasn't seen in a long time. So I, I just hope that Ghana doesn't disappoint just because of him because he hasn't been there in a long time. So. I just, I just want, I just want them, I just want Ghana out there just, just, just to perform so my dad has a good time over there. But also, like you mentioned before, I don't want another situation like the Tunisia referee where he stops the game five minutes, ten minutes before even the game was officially over. Um, just, just little things like that, and also to all the people that all the time make jokes about the um, African Cup of Nations. Um, I always say that just ignore these people, just. Just enjoy your time, um, enjoy your nation. Take if if your rivals if your rivals don't do bad, always take the opportunity to go and banter maybe um, those rivals when they don't do bad. But be also ready when your country doesn't do bad. When your country does do bad, that you have that people will come at you and say a lot of things about your country. But I mean that's also the name. But it's the beautiful thing about international football. This is where yeah. everybody comes together. We, we can either go and say, well, what an amazing team that team is, or we look at like we look at like the under underdog stories, like who knows, maybe this could be another AFCON where we're gonna see a new AFCON winner. Because Senegal last time this was their first ever AFCON. 
Maybe we're going to see a new first outcome. And the thing, that's why I love international football, especially in the tournaments, because there's always a, there's a lot of stakes because everybody knows it happens only a couple of years, not every season. So, yeah, man, can't wait. That's can't wait. I love that's what I love about Afcon. I something I always say about Afcon that even the best players in the world, like Afcon, will expose you. Like it's such a a leveler that even you know the 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 great Nigerian sides, the great Ivory Coast sides, even they've struggled to go on and win it because it sets such an evil even uh, playing field that you you get the likes of like Burkina Faso who can. You, you can turn up and beat whoever. So it's just, yeah, I'm so I'm always looking forward to this tournament. And um, I agree with Jazz. Hopefully it goes along smoothly. There's no um, there's no bumps or anything. And, and yeah, and we can, you know, show the world how great um, this tournament is, how great this tournament always is. Yeah, and um, Rhea would be in AFCON. That would, would be used. Rhea would be used throughout the whole tournament. So, yeah, it's going to be. I just checked on Google and I said VR is going to be enough. Good. So, um, I made a good point about the officiating because obviously, what happened last last uh, tournament, they'll probably they won't want that to happen again. So, mm. though, we'll try and improve on that. That's actually a good point that should we should have brought it up on, but already like an hour 50 minutes in. Yeah, and I think and I think VR also being used is is like I think this is the first time we'll see VR being used, uh, in, in Africa for a tournament. Yeah. I think. That's 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 also something everyone will be looking out for. Can they undo it? In the Premier League, we have been struggling with VAR in a league as big as the English Premier League. So let's see uh, if the African referees can work with the VAR very well and and make right decisions because a decision yeah. can end up can a, a split decision can end up making the team lose out. So we need to see better decisions being made with the VAR and without the VAR. And I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just optimistic that we'll have a very good tournament. And football is one thing that unites everyone together. As long, as far as we banter, uh, Nigeria, Ghana, Jollof, we argue about everything. South Africa, every, every, every country will step up and want to back their country. At the end of the day, it's just football is something that we all enjoy. Unites us together. Entertainment is fun. We all enjoy it. And what a time! What a time to, for the Afghan to. To, to come and I just want to enjoy every single game and every uh, and hopefully the best team wins. I'll back my Nigeria all day, Nigeria for life. Hopefully we can get to the final and win the trophy home for the Nigerian fans. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, echoing what Ola said. Um, obviously the sport that brings everyone together. Hopefully it brings the whole nation. Hope brings all nations together. Brings all continent together. So um, yeah, I think we're, we're going to wrap up here. Um, yeah, we're going off for an hour and 40 minutes. You didn't expect us to go this long, but obviously, the, the conversation brought up were very interesting and you know, this is very relevant to what's going on. And also, bring more light to people. You know, some people might not be interested in AFCON, but now we might have, you know, brought them into brought them into watching it more, which is what obviously what we're trying to do um, over here. So, um, obviously, I'd like to have a big thank you to Ola. Obviously, it's a debut on the channel. Um, Ola, tell us um, what you have coming up, you know, your channel, your yeah. channel you know, everything you've yeah, got going on. I'm posting so, a couple know. of uh, I, I still have some videos to post. Some Afcon. I went to the street of Lagos to get some Nigerian view on the Afcon and Nigerian chances of winning. So I have a couple of videos on my channel, but it's just in pidgin English, so some some might not be able to understand, but my, my African people should be able to understand. And uh, I'll be having a couple of 
content. Hopefully, I'll be on some uh, watch alongs on uh, on this on this channel also. And uh, just uh, the, uh, football family on all platforms. My uh, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, football family, and a lot of contests coming during Afcon. I'm having some of my, so I'll be on some other watch alongs also. And just 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 enjoying the Afcon and bringing good good uh content for you guys to enjoy and guys please subscribe to uh uh to the channel sarcasm city on youtube on uh twitch on every platform and let's just keep supporting the channel yeah as Ola said um echo what Ola says obviously subscribe follow on twitch subscribe also subscribe to sarcasm city city gaming force is going to kill me if i don't promote the gaming channel because um he's trying to blow that up um subscribe to that as well subscribe to sarcasm city on youtube follow us on twitch also, if you've got Amazon Prime, as well, subscribe because we I I I did not run the ads, so don't kill me if the ads are running. I do not run it. Um, Twitch automatically run the ads. So if you want, if you don't want to watch with ads on, so make sure you subscribe using Amazon Prime. Um, obviously we don't we're not forcing you to subscribe, but obviously if you you know if you don't want ads, that's kind of the thing that comes that kind of perks to come with it. Yeah, as um King Calvin said, King Kelvin says subscribe to Ola. Um, you know, great debut on the channel. Um, he would be on more watch alongs. Um, I'll follow you on Twitter so I can I'll speak to first and, and we'll add it to the group chat so he can, you know, be when the next watch along is. We're definitely doing one tomorrow for the opening game, that's definitely happening. So, um, we'll hit you up and let you know what's going on um, with that. So, yeah, we'll be back again for the Afcon tomorrow. Um, Ivory Coast versus Guinea. I think, yeah, well, I think we're definitely doing that one because it's the opening one. We're not going to miss it. I think there's an opening ceremony as well. So, we'll try, we'll try and be earlier and like, you know. Cover that, cover that with you guys. We'll try and come in early and cover that with you guys. Um, yes, I'll speak to the boys to see what to, to, to try and make that happen. Um, as we close out, any final points before we close out? Um, I mean, yeah, um, we're doing obviously the opener, like, um, you mentioned because I was just going, um, you talked about the opener, yeah, 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 yeah obviously, we're doing, the game. We're, doing, we're doing definitely all the matches that obviously stick out probably the most on each yeah. day. And we were thinking, we were obviously thinking about doing them. Are we going to discuss about it more? We might do recaps after each game week. So we can go look at the games, highlights, and talk about them. Like something yeah. like, a doing, like a doing the most, um, for the people that know what doing the most is, um, kind of similar to that, but Afcon edition kind of thing. But obviously, we're not going to go through yeah. all these categories, but just discuss what pretty much happened in that game week. And then, yeah, it's going to be a it's gonna be a good tournament, hopefully. Hopefully, man. I, I, I have a good feeling, you know, because it's been, as I said, it's been, covered, it's been covered a lot in the UK, which is which is amazing, which is great. So a lot of people are getting more, are being more aware of it. Obviously, there's a lot more African players in the UK, which is amazing. There are a lot more young players who want to play for African teams. So, you know, hopefully we should, we should keep building it up. To the next level and then next afcon we'll be, we'll be bidding in this one so thank you guys for joining us um thank you guys for following us for the entire stream uh thanks for all the engagements as well and i said we'll be back tomorrow on the twitch for i don't think there's any prime watch on the twitch and there's definitely an afcon one maybe first might do chelsea fulham i doubt it but it actually might be because he's a crook even if he's watching all that for us he crook um he might do a chelsea fulham watch along tomorrow there's definitely a United. Um, I know there's definitely United Spurs watching on Bass on Sunday on YouTube. Yeah. Um, let me see what's going on. Just check out the schedule. Um, check out the schedule, yeah. Check out the schedule. There's anything going to be there. Even on, the, on the Twitch, Flora's is probably going to have it anyway on the on the um, Twitch as well. So just to make sure, yeah. and obviously, 
obviously make sure you follow the Twitch and you go 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 to the YouTube as well, Sarcasm City, subscribe, like all the videos that are coming up. Uh, and yeah, man. And the gaming channel as well. Keep supporting the gaming channel. Yeah, I'm going to plug the gaming channel. It's time to do that. So yeah, I'll plug the gaming channel as well. Um, I think we're close to 600 subs, so make sure you guys subscribe there as well. We do all things gaming, GTA, career mode, um, clubs, so subscribe to that as well. Thank you guys for joining us um, for the AFCOM um, review. Probably AFCOM preview. We'll see you, man, later. We'll see you tomorrow. Probably 8pm, 7pm. Peace out. Thanks for joining. Laugh, man. Peace.